Okay. So we're back with So You Think You Know Sports. We give you weekly updates on things you want to know, like off-the-court stories, game highlights, and all-around current sports knowledge, mostly highlighting NBA, NFL, and sometimes college. Today, we're going to be discussing the continuation of the NFL playoffs, Deshaun Watson continually uh, being upset with the Houston Texans, the Jaguars hiring Urban Meyer, college coach, and the Brooklyn Nets with Harden's debut. But before we get into it, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Muhammad, and I'll let my partner introduce himself. Oh, yeah, it's me. It's Alex. Uh, we coming with the news. Press that subscribe and tell a few friends. Oh, yeah. Pass it along. But the first thing we're going to talk about is the Saints versus the Buccaneers. So this was a matchup for the ages. We have two of the oldest quarterbacks in the league with Drew Brees being 42 and Tom Brady being 43. The Saints swept the Buccaneers in the playoffs or actually during the regular season. But the Bucs came out on top with a 30 to 20 win. Uh, Tom Brady had 199 yards passing, two touchdowns. And Drew Brees had 134 yards passing, one passing touchdown, and also three interceptions. But there has been a lot of speculation about Drew Brees retiring. But I'll go ahead and ask, if this was truly Drew Brees' last game, how will he be remembered? Hopefully not by that last game. Boy, that was... I, it's hard to find worse games, you know, before his whole uh, comeback story and being such a, a staple in, in the NFL, if anybody knows that story. But but after that point, after he left San Diego, I don't know of any worse game this man has had than this past game. I, so just to kind of actually answer the question, his legacy is pretty tight. Like he's not he really can't hurt it because that Super Bowl it's. It's stuck in there. It's the Katrina Super Bowl. It's everything that the city needed and wanted. But I don't think he's going to retire just because that puts an ugly, ugly stain on his record, mostly because it came against Tom Brady, not because it came against the Bucks. <laughs> so he wants to prove himself again. But I think that his legacy is set in stone. Um, I think he's the all-time passing leader, all-time completion leader. I'm not sure about touchdowns, but his legacy is pretty much set. He had one of the greatest playoff runs ever whenever he won a Super Bowl because he went up against Kurt Warner, Brett Favre, and Peyton Manning all in one playoff run. I mean, I don't think anybody else has probably played that level of quarterbacks all the way to a Super Bowl, but his legacy is set in stone. It didn't really matter what he did at, at the end of this year. Um, I, I think the way that he was looking – as he was exiting um, the field, it was like his, this was him just soaking it in. This is his last time playing, and I think that, that's it for Drew Brees. I can kind of agree because it's going to soak in. It's going to soak in on the old bones. Boy, I'm not 40 yet. I ain't even – I wouldn't say I'm not close, but I ain't really close <laughs> to them. <laughs> but <laughs> – I'm not even really close to them, and there's no way I'm going to sit for a whole uh, season knowing that I got to get back around to this point just to possibly make it worth it. So I can kind of agree, but I think it's really going to sit sour on him just because of the performance. If he would have thrown two less interceptions, I think he could have went into retirement with peace of mind, but it, it, it just... It's such a big stain in his, I think personally it's a stain, but to everyone else, it won't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter in the big picture, but I think that he has to also look within himself like, okay, I, I can't really get the ball down the field as far as I want to all the time or as consistently. And then I had broken ribs, a collapsed lung. He was probably playing injured this whole time. So I think it's about time for him to hang up the cleats um, and we saw that he just had a terrible game. I mean, awful. One of the worst games that I've ever seen him play. And go ahead and hang up the cleats before you go out, go out like Brett Favre. <laughs> well, Brett Favre got a couple more checks, and he did reach 
the what NFC championship? Yeah, NFC. Cha- was it the NFC? Yeah, he yeah. Before he got yeah, knocked in the t- head. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That was the bounty, bounty getting all that other stuff. But uh, uh, I, I just don't think he does it because I, I can give you five main reasons. First off, is the money. He's going to get his money off the top, no matter what happens. You also have two backup quarterbacks that they're not really sure on. They really don't know where they need to go at the Saints, but they don't want to lose their dominance in the division, even though they just lost to the Tampa Bay Bucks. I personally think you keep going. You, his sons aren't at the teenage age just yet. Why don't you still continue to be their hero? Stretch this out as long as possible, as long as it doesn't critically hurt him, which most football players is critically hurting. He might as well ride the rest of this out. Give, come back as much as the Saints will allow him, and I think they will allow him due to the situation they have around him. Yeah, I think the Saints will gladly welcome him back in, but, I mean, you just got to look at him over the past I'm, couple of... I'm sorry, what? What but I had, I had a flash thought. What if Deshaun Watson, you can get him there? I mean, but what do you give up? But, but before we, before we get sure. into that, um, just look at the past couple of seasons. He's missed games. He had broken ribs this, well, earlier this season. I think he missed maybe four or five games. And then last year, he missed some games because of a broken finger. So it's probably going to get worse. This is how Peyton Manning's career ended. He kept getting hurt. I mean, he didn't. I would say Peyton Manning probably played worse than Drew Brees, but still, it's it's not going to get any better. I, I can agree. He's going to definitely end up on TV, but as an announcer. So I think the check, the check is bigger. It's more interesting. It's what you've been used to. I would ride it to the wheels fall off in this case, at least as long as Tom Brady. Why? You... What what more do you gain by gain by winning another Super Bowl? I don't even think it's about Super Bowl. Like for him, it might be about Super Bowl, and I don't think he actually reached that point again. I'm thinking it's just more about general comfort, and, and it's just a certain amount of situations he has lined up that I think is just favorable for him to just go ahead and go into another year, get that money, be your son's heroes again. Because once it's once it's washed up. During their teenage years, you used to be a great quarterback. Oh, you're washed up. I know most people aren't really thinking about that, but I got—I would say he needs to think about it personally. And just because the way that last game ended, it just sits so sour. It, it does right now because it just happened. But, I mean, just look at Brett Favre. Does anybody remember him by his last game? No, but we remember all those interceptions. <laughs> Does anybody remember Peyton Manning, how he looked his last game? Yes. Even though he won a Super Bowl. Yes, we do. He was a, a lame duck. This man could not throw five. Yes, we do remember. But, <laughs> but that that doesn't count up, count against his career, though. Well, actually, if anything, you're making my point and I'm making your point, if you haven't seen here. Because if, if what I'm saying is he should keep going, and you're saying that nobody will remember his last couple of games. That means go ahead and keep going. Like, might as well do it, and nobody's going to remember in the long run. So, if anything, we're making each other's points. I think he's just running the risk of getting injured again. True, but you kind of do that always. I, I don't. I just think <laughs> that once it ends, the show kind of ends. It's and over. Drew, I'm hanging on to that light. I'm sorry. With, with that amount, of, with three sons at such an age, I don't know why I'm really sticking to that, but. I do know why I'm sticking to that. There's a certain amount of light of being their hero. And I think he got but so many years before those ties changed uh, within their teenage years. So I think maybe his oldest might be like eight or nine. So he has like be the hero for a little bit longer, be the man of the city another year, be the commander of the entire city. Because once that's gone, you feel like a stranger in that locker room because you no longer are the person they look to to get them to a goal. Yeah, but you can be really comfortable up in that booth announcing or commentating. Yeah, with a whole lot of look at Tony Romo. But that doesn't change. That that continues on. That's kind of always sitting there, unless he has some critical brain injury, which we don't hope that on him in in any way. But it's still waiting there. That's always still waiting there, even after the beef or not beef, but the the controversy 
last offseason with the whole, you know, comment about the flag and everything. Even with that, it's still sitting there. Uh, I mean, I, I just go ahead and hang them up. But <laughs> like, I can't, I can't hear me. I'm not really against what you're saying at all. I just think that personally, if he didn't end the way it ended, if it was a shootout, I can, I can let it be. If it was just two interceptions, I can let it be. But that four interceptions make it feel like I got pushed out of the league and I was no longer good enough, which most ha- times happens to quarterbacks. But he can actually come back and maybe change that in his own mental. I mean, I guess, but I don't think there's much that he can probably gain from coming back. But um, I guess we'll move it along to the Green Bay Packers and the Los Angeles Rams. So the Packers defeat the Rams 32-18 to with Aaron Rodgers throwing for two touchdowns, also getting a rushing touchdown, and throwing for almost 300 yards, while Jared Goff threw for 174 yards and a touchdown. Um, but with Aaron Rodgers now moving on to the NFC Championship game with a home game, do you think he will cash in? I do. I, oh. I do. I do. Okay. I, I think this is going to end short for Tom Brady. Yeah, of course. I think you've been predicting that for a while now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that that's like an inevitable fail. Of course, all things end. So I really don't get no type of credit for that. But um, I do think it comes up shortness, and I really might stick my like my foot in. I, I'm really kind of no. Let's I'm going to do it. I'm gonna do it. Um, God, I really don't want to do it. But, do it. <laughs> but I'm going to favor and root for Kansas City when they get to the Super Bowl here because I'm I'm picking them to go to Super Bowl. But I think this is the year Aaron Rodgers get that other Super Bowl. Okay. Um, I think it was a, a pretty high possibility that he would get it, getting that number one seed, but. I mean, you got Tom Brady coming to town, and I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't count him out. He has much more experience in championship games and getting to the Super Bowl because Aaron Rodgers only has gone to one. And the one time that he did, he went on the road, I think, every single game. Um, but Lambeau Field is a, a different area. Uh, it's very cold. A lot of the Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Buccaneers players are very inexperienced when it comes to playoffs. So, it's definitely in favor of the Packers right now, but I think I'm still going to lean with my guy, Tom Brady, to overcome this, but it's, it's going to be a hard one. Okay. I, I'm not, I, it's a lot of respect there. It's, they're a talented team. They, they gained their respect against the Saints because when, when, when the Saints were up, I think they were up by 10 points at one point, and I was like, like, dang, they really do own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers until old man Breeze just started breaking down. But um, other than that, uh, I, I give them their respect. These are really good teams to hear. And if anything, I think you were 100% on all your picks. Yeah, I was. I, I, I really was. I mean, just looking back at it, yeah, I said Packers, Buccaneers, Bills, Hello? and Chiefs. Yeah, you did. So, so, yeah, let's see if I can do it again. But, <laughs> <laughs> Better, but you also well, have to think. Yeah. Back, um, the Packers and the Buccaneers did play earlier in the season. I'm not saying that's going to go anywhere near like how it did earlier in the season, but the Buccaneers have beaten the Packers. Um, I can see that, yeah, but I, I just, I think, just like you think, it's a whole different ball game. It's like they never met type of situation. Uh, you better bring a new plan when you come to the situation because I do think. Hmm. Actually, I guess the coach becomes vindicated, but or not. I don't know. I went on a random thought. But the coach for the Packers, you know how he were, he drafted uh, Aaron Rodgers' backup? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I guess he keeps his job either way, even though that was a horrible move. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> just to pull it back in, because you can't have the threat of it uh, losing your job when you're getting this far, even though you made a horrible choice on ushering out somebody who's going to probably win the Super Bowl for you and be there for another what five years. But um, I'm not even sure what, the point on that one, but 
I think in the end it's going to be the Packers and uh, to jump the gun also the Chiefs. But I'm pretty sure that's everyone picking the Chiefs for the most part. Okay. Um, actually, I thought that was going to be the Super Bowl last year, um, and I wish it would have happened. But, you know, things never work out how people plan. But mm-hmm. um, let's move it on to the AFC where we got the Bills and the Ravens. And the Bills defeated the Ravens 17-3 to uh, with Lamar Jackson leaving the game early due to concussion um, and also throwing for 162 yards and an interception, which was returned for a touchdown. And then we have Josh Allen throwing for 206 yards and one touchdown. So with Lamar Jackson losing to the Bills, has he overcome any of his playoff Woes. Yeah. We kind of, uh, once he, he got that one went off, uh, he kind of got put into the, the group with every other quarterback where they can't really be, say there is a playoff woe. Uh, once he won that game and then against the team he lost to last year, he kind of was good. Now, he's also good because he didn't get a chance to even try to do a comeback. We know he could famously do a couple of different runs that could possibly get him back, but I do think that they got thoroughly beat by a good team. Uh, I do think the better team did win in the situation, but the only woe he has there is his throwing ability, which I really did not want to mention. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it it was a rough game for him, but I also think that we put too much, well, too many expectations on these young quarterbacks, even though they're they're great. I mean, a lot of these older quarterbacks who have been playing for a long time didn't have a great amount of success winning Super Bowls earlier in their career. This is only his third season, and he still has a whole bunch of room to grow. And I'm pretty sure that he can um, only go up from here because... He's made the playoffs every single time that he's been in the in in the NFL. I mean, he's he's doing amazing. I mean, he still has to do better against the better competition in the playoffs, but still, I, I still think that he has um, so much more potential. But he pretty much got locked up this game, and that pick six was a backbreaker. Oh yeah, but <clears throat> to much that is given, much is required. Simple as that. He's the reason why all these standards are not only just on him, but other very young stars, I would just, as Sean and Sh- Shannon Sharp kind of compared him to Giannis Antetokounmpo, if I said it right there, but um, they're very young. I think Lamar Jackson may be 22. Maybe not, 20. I think he's 24. He just 24. turned 24. 24. Okay. I thought that, that might be kind of short on that years he would need required to be in the uh, league, but either way, it's 24. You're looking at Drew Brees and Tom Brady in their 40s right now. So we're not saying he's going to be here till his 40s. But there's a lot of room to actually get things done. And like you were saying earlier, the time schedule doesn't really work the way people think. Just like, look at the Chiefs. Just the year before the year they won, uh, Patrick Mahomes won the MVP, which then followed him actually winning the Super Bowl the, the next year. So you're right. I, I just think I don't doubt his throwing ability. It's just that since everybody put that microscope there, he, it's always going to be a catalyst. Yeah, I think it's always going to be a spotlight on that because whenever he was coming up for the draft, a lot of people were talking about him changing his, changing his position and him being a running back, but yeah, yeah, it was disrespectful. And <laughs> he had a play on words. Was it last year? He said, um, that's good for a running back or that, something like that. It was something <laughs> you know like he got like 300 something yards and uh, pretty good for a running back or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, not bad for a running back. Yeah, something like that. I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, but... Um, I think the sky's the limit for him. He can still improve so much more, and he does need some more weapons on offense as far as re- receivers, um, and also become less predictable when it comes to the uh, the red zone area because he's always looking for that tight end, which the guy picked it off and ran it back for a uh, touchdown. But 
What does this say about the Bills and Josh Allen moving forward? Says they're a solid team. It's simple as they're a for real team. They've they do earn their respect uh, the right way. Bills Mafia and all. Um, but I don't see it going nowhere past this. I think they get. I, I wouldn't say they get stumped because the Chiefs. We put a whole lot of faith in them dominating teams that they don't really dominate. They they. It's always predicted that they're just gonna smash a team. And then they end up in these close games. And we just kind of just throw it in the, to the back burner once they do win. Like, oh, that was this situation. Oh, that was this. I still think that even if Patrick Mahomes for some reason does not play, they still win. I just think it's not the Bills' time. I don't know whether it will ever be their time. And I would be highly, highly surprised if they won the Super Bowl. Okay. Um I'm actually not as surprised. I think this is a very good team. Um, now, now that we're down to the final four teams and all they have to do is win one more game to get to the Super Bowl, um, I'm, I'm not too surprised. Um, the Bills, they are very balanced. Um, I mean, their defense, they give up a lot during the season. But if you go back and look at it, they don't have too many losses. I think they only lost three games, one, one time to the Chiefs. Uh, one on a Hail Mary from the Cardinals, and then I get, I think, against the Titans. And most of those games were like a while ago. So, um, I mean, this is a pretty solid team. And actually, I wouldn't be surprised if they win against the Chiefs because the Chiefs are vulnerable, even though they, they did play very well. Um, they, they, they definitely could have lost to the Browns if the Browns would have capitalized on their opportunities. I completely agree. Like, honestly, the Chiefs got extremely lucky. They got extremely lucky. Usually, just to point out the fumble through the end zone, that I knew it as soon as I saw it. I was like, God dang it. He didn't reach the line. That, that's a touchback. As soon as I saw it, I was like, God. Like, for them to do so well and have such a great play, it, it should not have ended that way. It, and I know a lot of people are kind of petitioning or saying to the NFL, the rule is stupid. It never should exist. I, I don't, it's the rules. Rules is rules. Uh, everybody plays by the, the same rules. So it is what it is. It just absolutely sucks. But if they got that and it was down at the one yard line, I think they won that game. Yeah, because the other guy, um, the backup quarterback, he didn't score any points. He threw an interception and got a couple of first downs. So he, he didn't do that much. I, I agree. He, he, he did what he was supposed to do. He did what a backup is supposed to do. He, he's going to get paid his backup money. He, can't, he, he risked his body. Now, that was kind of stupid because I don't know who's backing him. That was a little stupid. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> he did. He gave up his body, and that is extremely commendable. You will, you're just going to get commendability and dedication from the rest of your team if you throw your body in there, even though Patrick Mahomes just did the same thing and ended up on the sidelines. But um, all around, I think they got extremely lucky, and I think there's a whole lot, whole lot more respect for the Browns. And it's actually a mystery on what you do with Odell Beckham. You would think, hey, we got one of the top five receivers in the league just waiting around to be great with the, re with the rest of us, but you're really not too sure whether he, he wasn't the piece that was not making it work right. He wasn't a piece that was ruining it. He wasn't, but we're not sure he's the piece that makes it work right like it was during these playoffs and the last of the season. Yeah, um, I think it's a combination of things when it comes to it not working with Odell. I think people expect Odell to get the ball a lot, and then Baker, I guess he feels that pressure and wants to throw it to him more often or feels the pressure from like the media or maybe coaching staff or whatever. But without Odell there, there's not as much pressure to, you know, force feed Odell the ball or, or even think about it. it. They can be much more of a well-balanced team. So I think there's a lot of factors in that. And Odell actually might be heading out the door. See, I would have agreed with that if it wasn't at that time before he got hurt. His, 
his attempts, like attempts towards Odell Beckham, was extremely low. It was on something ridiculously low for some backup who walked off the street. I think it, it was something like he got to the fourth or fifth game, had maybe five receptions. It was a very low attempts, and I, I do get it. People are saying he was trying to figure out a way to get it to Odell Beckham, but I don't. It, that's, I think that's the easy answer, but it's not really what happened. Is I think Baker just found his groove, and maybe by decreasing, they added. I don't know whether anything on the outside of football was distracting the rest of the team. I don't. I'm not quite sure what makes it to where Odell, what a team wasn't working well with Odell there, because it wasn't like he was getting receptions, he wasn't getting catches, and he wasn't getting targets. So I would agree. He's probably out the door. And if somebody's smart, they go ahead and pair up Deshaun Watson and Odell. Yeah, well, you, you got to get the team first, see where they will be going. <laughs> but um, it seemed like they just Imagine. started playing better once Odell went out. I mean, because I thought their season was just about over because I didn't think there was any way that they would make the playoffs. They got blown out by the Steelers the first time. The Ravens blew them out, I think, twice. So I, I, I thought it was impossible for them to make the playoffs. But, I mean, they played pretty well. Pretty well? I, I would say better than pretty well. They actually deserved to win that game. It was just crazy luck on the Chiefs' part to keep that game. I, I really, really think they were supposed to lose that game. Yeah. I mean, but they, they escaped. And they move on to the AFC Championship, and they get to host it against the Bills. So, who do you have winning the AFC Championship? The Kansas City Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills? I think it actually does decide, like, whether it is Patrick Mahomes. I know I might have boldly said uh, that no matter what, they're going to win, which I still think that. But it's going to be a whole lot tougher go if they have to go with a backup quarterback a whole lot tougher go. It's going to be have to be a coaching match in this case, and I think Andy Reid can out-coach. I'm not even sure what the Bills coach name is, but I think he can out-coach whoever's on the other sideline. His trouble is going to come when it comes to the Super Bowl, and that's really dependent on whether you're going against the shoot, it's very uh, veteran quarterbacks on either side. Uh, Packers, or you deal with a better coach and quarterback combo. So either way, I think the harder thing is going to be after this, not what they're actually facing, whether they have a backup or Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Well, I, I think this is where it ends for the Chiefs. I think they don't make it out. I think their luck runs what? out. I, I think the Bills, they, they go back to the Super Bowl. It's been, um, I think, Say before I was alive. <laughs> what? <laughs> what you Nothing. I was just saying I said, say it with your chest. Not like saying you had to say it loud. I'm saying you you quite bold out here. Oh, yeah. The, the Chiefs <laughs> are going the down. The Chiefs are going down. The Bills Mafia, stand up. This is your chance. Tom Brady's out of the, the, the conference. It's, it's time for y'all to shine. Take advantage while you can. Um, I, I just think they that they have all the tools to make it to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that they're going to win it. But I think the Chiefs have some, shown some vulnerabilities. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he was pretty woozy getting up off of that hit. That didn't really seem like they hit him in the head. But I'm pretty sure he's still going to play. Um, but he also has like a toe injury. And I think the Bills are going to take advantage. I, I think the Bills can take advantage of the Chiefs' defense, which can give up points at times. And I, I think they have enough on, on defense to stop them, to stop the Chiefs' offense to a certain degree. I think you can only stop them for so long, but I think that the Bills are going to come out on top. Uh, you're, you're quite <laughs> convincing. I can give you that much <laughs> because it might be their, their time for it to end because Chiefs, I just, I think mentally we, announcers and everybody kind of put them far ahead of other teams where they just actually struggle. And even if they struggle, we don't act like they struggled. So you're actually more inclined to be right in this situation. I just don't think that is going to actually happen. If anything, I think that's the least likely combination, Bills versus the Patriots. What? Patriots? <laughs> oh, sorry. 
You see, it's so attached to my head. I'm over here talking about Patriots. Sorry, the Bucks. <laughs> hey, Tom Brady just carried that that boy, name along. But he he's a. It's like the Patriots are in the Super Bowl anyway. Is it not uh, like that? Because otherwise, the Ravens is not for the Bucks. The Ravens is for Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I mean, it, I mean, it'll be nice. I mean. Man, if that happens, I mean, they'll be at home too. They'll be playing a, a home Super Bowl if the Buccaneers win against the the Packers. Boy, they owe Tom Brady some extra money at the end of the year if he get them there. Like, when was the last time? Uh, actually, I should have asked that in the questions, which I'm going to tell you right now, it's not one of them. But <laughs> who was the last team that actually played the Super Bowl in the uh, or win the Super Bowl in the same city they had the Super Bowl? Because I know there's teams that's who- never happened. Had the Super Bowl and they've played in it, but not. I don't. And yeah, you're. I think you're right. I think I don't think there is a team that has won the Super Bowl the same place that they're playing the Super Bowl. But I know there are teams who've won the uh, went to the Super Bowl in the place that they were actually uh, their stadium. Yeah, I'm not sure about who played in the Super Bowl in their home stadium, but I know it's never uh, happened. They won it. Um, I'm trying to think. What about San Fran? Um, where was the Baltimore San Fran game? Oh, that was in New Orleans. Dang. Oh, you're right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think there's some. There are some out there, but it, it would be unheard of. It would absolutely be unheard of. Tom Brady would get absolutely crowned, absolutely crowned a goat. There would be no dispute. There just would be no dispute. I'm sorry. I am a, a, a avid. Patriots and Tom Brady hater, but Man. I'm sorry, there would be no dispute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, well, he has to win the game first, or uh, win the game on Sunday, so um, he has it's, to get over that hump. I agree, but it's the combination of things he is getting over, even though he's just doing what he's used to doing. Being, what, 43, going to a new franchise, as when being with another franchise all this time, getting them to a Super Bowl in the same year that they are they they host the Super Bowl. That being the directive, not accident. And then also, it, it's just it's a multitude of things they they owe him a couple extra million on. I, I think he's fine with whatever money he gets. He just wants to keep collecting rings and like stiff arming the new age Ooh. quarterbacks. So I'm sorry. Uh, maybe I know you might probably not propose this question, but if he wins, do you think he retires? Mm, I mean, it would be a great way to go out, but I think no. I think he still wants to come wow. back, finish out his contract, and just keep playing. But that's <laughs> He's like having the, too much fun. That is the ultimate way. Because there's, bro, he, he reeled off two Super Bowls at the end of his career. It's like ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I'll be able to say. This man is the most non-athletic, uh, best athlete ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, non-athletic, in a different way. Yeah, it's smart. It's, it, you can't say he's not a real athlete, but he's not athletic. No, he he's not the LeBron James type of athlete. He ain't even close to LeBron. He's close to half the people on that field, <laughs> athletic wise. Yeah, yeah. He, you don't think of him as that type of athlete, but. I guess just the position that he plays and how he's been playing it for so long at this level, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, I think we just have to take in the amount of greatness like we do with LeBron James, how he's been playing at this high level for a very long time and still being in the MVP conversation, putting up these huge numbers. I mean, these guys just want to keep playing forever. I mean, I know that that won't happen, but I mean, we just have to witness greatness. But LeBron's not forty. He, he's not forty, but he's he's kind of up there in basketball age. And I know 36. Tom Brady's way up there. Thirty-six. Uh, Kobe in the, uh, retired in his forties, so you're still looking at half a decade. Here. That's not, that is, no, Kobe did not retire in what, his forties. Thirty-nine. Was thirty-six. Thirty-six. Go look it up. Boy, I didn't know that one. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> dang, I did not know that one. Yeah, he did come in the league so, so very early, 18 or 17, maybe. Uh, but 
Yeah, I, I think that if you put all these combinations together, I, I just don't get how he could come back. There's just no bits of me after winning seven championships and the possibility of not ending exactly the same way again. I, there's just just not nothing. That's gonna, it's nothing that's going to carry me through another entire season to possibly not end up at the same result. So personally, I think if that is the situation that he does win, I think he does retire, even though he might not actually want to. It's just going to make sense. I mean, it makes sense, but I would be highly surprised if he retired. I, I'd be very surprised. Because Gronk said he I, wanted to come back. I mean, it it doesn't seem like anything's pointing towards reti- retirement. But I think that depends on not getting there. Like, if you don't get there, I definitely think he come back. There is no way he's not coming back. I don't. Well, it's, there's a way he's not coming back. But I don't think – I think he comes back. If he does not win, even if he gets to the Super Bowl and lose the Super Bowl, he comes back. But he wins the Super Bowl, it's a done deal. Book is closed. There's seven rings. I'm the undisputed champion. Nah, I, I think he's. I think he's coming back. It's. I'd but be highly surprised. have to prove at that point? At that point, well, I he really doesn't have, have to prove anything right now. No, I agree. Uh, well, yes, he does. It's only a little bit. It's the Bel- <laughs> Bill Belichick theory. That's it. Okay. It's the, it's, that's it. <laughs> that's the only thing he's really it's not about actual like everybody else it's really it is but it isn't it's really about his mental and his mental competition between him and bill belichick and the franchise of the patriots with how they made such a mistake he's already proving that they've made a mistake by getting to the point where he's at now but i think that is one thing that drives him after that point there really isn't anything he's actually already proved that point so he doesn't need to prove that point again yeah but, I mean, he's – I think he's done enough in his career to prove his point. Um, but you say uh, Chiefs, Packers, Super Bowl. I'm, I'm saying a Buccaneers and Bills. It's kind of like a, a Patriots. Oh, we're completely – yeah, it's uh, AOC East. No, that's not yeah, AOC East. It's okay, yeah, AOC. Even though we keep thinking like Tom Brady's the actual Patriot, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We'd have made uh, T- Tampa Bay an honorary uh, Patriots out here. Boy, they win a Super Bowl. The Patriots going to be out here winning. Uh, actually, that is true, though. Patriots fans will be out here celebrating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still root for Tom Brady. Exactly. Like- <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. They're going to root for him like they are the Patriots. Yeah, the only no, person not yeah. rooting for him is uh, Bill Belichick. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I think he just doesn't care. He he's nah. I think he cares. I think he cares. Well, maybe he might. He might not come out and say it. Oh no, he's not going to do that. Yeah, but uh, we'll move along to Deshaun Watson and how he is not answering any of the Houston Texans' calls, and it looks like they have come to a point of no return with Deshaun Watson not not responding to anything. And he wants to be traded immediately. So with Deshaun Watson most likely being put up for a trade, what team do you see him going to? Miami. Miami. If they can work out this trade, with the Tua uh, Watson trade, I think it happens. I think he ends up in a warm weather uh, team. And from what I'm just viewing, like the landscape, it's, I would have said the, the Jaguars if it wasn't for the coach hiring and him being able to start off new. And I still don't think that – I'm not even still fully sure they won't try to make that type of move because why would you want to start off with somebody just so new? But at the same time, it's that whole he's a franchise player uh, for your future. Deshaun Watson is also. So – if I had to just pick off gate, it's going to be between it's going to be between the Miami and uh Miami and the Jaguars. But if you want to stay in state, I, I do think the Cowboys would definitely uh they would be inclined to kind of review that. Oh yeah, the Cowboys. I I, I think any almost any team would drop their quarterback to get him. Any team that's in the market for a quarterback. 
What about all of the four that are in the Super Bowl right now? Um, I, I, <laughs> I, the, the two on the NFC side. <laughs> the I'm two sorry, I stopped you for a second. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said any team that's in the market I, for a quarterback. I, I know, I know. I'll just take it. <laughs> but, Tom yeah. Brady's obviously not the future. And Rodgers, I, I, let's say he gets five years. I mean, I, I think you, you can do that trade straight up. And I think the the Texans will be happy with that. Oh, they'd be uh, ecstatic, but that wouldn't benefit the Packers at all. They'd lose their marquee person. But you get Deshaun Watson. He's true, the future. But, true, but their their history for the past two decades is Drew Brees, sorry, not Drew Brees, but Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I, I'm just, I just don't see them accepting him as much as uh, the other two quarterbacks and definitely not to trade out somebody who won a Super Bowl. I just don't see them. Uh, look, the Packers are a privately ran company and and also um, owned by the actual like community. So, nah. Well, I mean, they got Jordan Love and he's sitting on the bench. Yeah, that's a coach problem, and he's lucky they got this. Well, he's not lucky they got this far. If he had not gotten to the playoffs or maybe a loss in the first round badly, they would have. They might have. Uh, how many years has he been there? Two years. Or it's only his second year, and he's been to the NFC Championship both years. Well, then maybe you can't fire him, but that was still a horrible choice. <laughs> well, I mean, the GM he had a a say in this, so it's not all his fault. Well, it, I, I guess they're trying to do this whole thing that they did with Brett Favre and uh, Aaron Rodgers, but it's just too soon. Yeah, it's definitely too soon. But um, I, I, I say Deshaun Watson, I don't think he goes within the division because the Jaguars are there, and I don't think the Texans want to trade him there. Um, Miami is a pretty good destination because you can get another young quarterback, um, and they might try to ask for a pick along with that because Tua is not a proven product. Um, but I also see one of the teams in the NFC West, whether that's the 49ers. San Fran? Yeah, San, San Fran or the Los Angeles Rams. Because if you look at some stories, the head coach for the Rams, he's like, I'm evaluating everything. Like, um, he said... That I would be amazing, though. Th- there's a reporter that asked him about even the starting quarterback, he's like, yeah, or it was something no, like that. I know. I, I, I saw the video. So he, uh, the, announcer, uh, the uh, interviewer asked him about, is he your starter? Uh, or his, is he your quarterback? He says he's the quarterback. And he stopped himself before saying, like, I'm reviewing everybody type of situation and just corrected to say he's the quarterback versus he's my quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he said for right now, something like that. Yeah, or yeah I, I, no, I think he said he's the quarterback, but it, it all everybody read the actual language around it. He was beginning to say one thing, and then he said the quarterback to kind of tape it over, and it was just like, all right, we're gonna leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I think it's a high possibility that he goes out out west, maybe 49ers or Rams, um, because I think that would be amazing. Yeah. And, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can but, go. go. Yeah. So yes, I agree that that would be amazing for either one of them. It's just an extremely hard division. But I think he is one of those. They would have the best division for quarterbacks. I think hands down. Uh, if he goes there, either one. But going to the Rams would be extremely so gratefully. High profile. I would love to see that, and I think he would, he could bring all that energy. He can be that that star for LA, uh, even though you know the Chargers are still there. But I think he can be the big name there in LA. San Fran. It's going to be a quiet existence, but it'll be a great coaching uh, matchup. Yeah, I I think it'd be perfect. Either way, I think he he gets moved. Um, there's too many. People coming out with stories talking about he's unhappy. He hasn't been responding to any of the calls. I think he he's played his last down for the Houston Texans, which is great. I mean, it's a poorly ran organization. 
Um, <laughs> the coach was awful. I mean, absolutely awful. And somehow mm-hmm. he became the GM. Um, that was an even stupider decision by the owner. But um, he, he definitely needs to get out of there. Oh, I would agree. I completely agree. And I, they're interviewing a black coach, which I maybe that's a ploy to keep uh, the son, Deshaun Watson there. But I, I, I agree. It's a, a James Harden situation. It is very much play, player empowerment. He just signed this contract, like just this past year signed that contract. But there, it's not much you can do when they just say they're not going to give you their talent. Yeah, I agree. Um, but we'll move it along to the hiring of Urban Meyer, past coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes and Florida Gators. And he's only coached in the NCAA. And now he'd be moving up to the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. And it looks like he'll most likely get Trevor Lawrence as his quarterback with the number one overall pick. So with this hiring for the Jacksonville Jaguars, do you think it was the right choice? Oh, yeah, definitely. I agree. I, I definitely agree. Because as some have said, he is not the we need to build to get there. All coaching and all teams, you got to build to get there. But he is the win-now win quarterback. I mean, not quarterback, but win-now coach. He is going to upstart your program and get it running. And realistically, in about four to five years, he's going to be ready to retire. He he does this hiatus every ever so often. It's but it's like he has a limit. It's it's three to four years, and he got to take a a retirement. Well, I also think that he has that type of hiatus because of health concerns. So I'm not it sure is. if they, yeah, I'm not sure if they thought about that with hiring him. But he has had a lot of success in college, winning I think a championship at both schools with the Florida and um, Ohio State. But um, I'm kind of halfway with this. Huh? What'd you say? I'm not able to hear you on this side. You can't hear me? Hello? Stay there, Mommy. Hello? Oh, I can hear you now. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of halfway with this one because... We saw Nick Saban going to the NFL and basically fail. That's why he went back down to college. But I think the game has kind of turned more towards a college field type of game where, you, I mean, you got more of these running quarterbacks being able to be successful whenever they didn't. Well, many people didn't think that they could be successful. So I think that plays in his favor. But I'm just not sure about the hiring because of the past failures of previous college coaches coming up to the NFL. I agree, but that's, I think that is the main reason why he gets Trevor Lawrence. He needs somebody who's mentally prepped for a college type coach. And you know, these professionals, they're, they're grown men. They, they're not really, I know they have rules. They have regular like job type rules of things that they can have to follow, but it's nothing like college where I, I have to follow your rules. Absolutely. Uh, even though they don't have to do with football. So uh, I, I do think it's the right choice, especially since they got that number one pick. And I think due to the health issues, I think it helps him since he's going to Florida, which a lot of people with health issues tend to do. Um, but I, I think it's a great move. Uh, it's the biggest thing to put them on the map, and it does attract, uh, attract other players to Jacksonville. It's not a bad place to, to live uh, when it comes to location in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good place to live. Um, I think no income state taxes because you're in Florida. So I think it's yeah. all around great <laughs> for him. Yeah. Um, you want a border and everything. You can be right out of Florida <laughs> just like that. It's not that case in other places in Florida, you know. Yeah, down in Miami. But Miami is a pretty attractive <laughs> place. But, um, I mean, we'll have to wait and see how this, I, I, at least the first year works. But I'm still not exactly sure about it. But, you know, hopefully he succeeds. He is going to have one of the best quarterbacks to come out of college football with Trevor Lawrence, most likely. Um, but we'll see. Things might change by the time we get to the draft. But um, I wish the best of luck to him. I think 
probably the biggest challenge might be the Titans in the division. I mean, the Colts, I don't know. They they have a QB controversy. You don't know if Phillip Rivers is going to come back. And then the Texans, they're probably going to be out of a quarterback. So, I don't know. It might be a division of oh, the Colts. Might be. That sounds like it is up to for grabs. That he's poised for uh domination. Good God. I didn't even think about who's actually in the division. God dang, that is a, that's a big difference. If anything, if Deshaun Watson wasn't so upset with his situation, he could run through that division. But eh, he wants to win though. Like he wants to win a championship, not a, a just a lame duck division. Yeah, I mean, you still got to go through King Henry, you know. He over here putting dudes on their back. But <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll move it along to the NBA with James Harden and his debut with the Brooklyn Nets, where he dropped 32 points and had a triple-double. And he also played alongside Kevin Durant, who dropped 42 points with the the win over the Orlando Magic. But who was missing? Still Kyrie Irving. But with the with James Harden's debut with the Brooklyn Nets, does this give you any more confidence that they have the Eastern Conference locked up? Um I'm going to be, uh, begin with the main highlight on that was the Magic. They played the Magic. <laughs> but uh, it does <laughs> It does. Uh, it gives me. It was quite frightening to see that both of them scored over thirty points and over seventy points combined in the first game. But I think that's all facade. It's all glitz and glamour, and it's excitement. We know there's a long season to go. There's not just these few times that you're in the spotlight, and they got things to figure out. I, they can they can do this all the scoring they want to. We've seen James Harden score a lot of points. I see that Katie's excited and gets him also shooting, but I, I just don't know how this still works. As Kyrie, he has a I guess a good reason for his hiatus. He he bought a house for um uh, what's the sorry guy who died. George Floyd. So he he bought a house oh, okay. for George Floyd's uh, family. He also literally just paid for six different uh, kids to go to college. He, he's been out here doing his humanitarian uh, type thing. But, big but, I don't think he's still dedicated to basketball. Well, I mean, yeah, you can question his dedication to basketball. But as soon as he hits the court, how is this all going to fit? How does Kyrie and James Harden fit on the same court? I just don't see how that works. I think that there's just going to be a clash of maybe not even just egos, but styles of play. And it's just going to be a mess. I think Kevin Durant, he's going to have to pull these guys together just for this to work. But it just might, it just might not be enough. I agree. And if they were honestly smart, this is more of an ego thing that I know it's not going to happen, that they're just not going to do. Somebody need this, needs to be the sixth man. And we all know it's not going to be KD. Six man. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. yeah, that's honestly, that would win them a championship, I think. Because then you, there's never any let up. You have commanders on either side. Com- combine it how you want to, but there needs. James Harden is not going to return back to no sixth man. That, that's just a whole ego thing. There's no way I've gotten to this point being the biggest scorer to only come back to be the third man, sixth man on a KD team. It, it, it's just not going to happen. And I honestly think their mental is not even like that. I think KD's thinking he's actually number two. So that's why we're all bumping Kyrie down from Robin to uh, Alfred at this point. He's the butler. Dang. So you, you better take orders. Because you might be the one shipped out. From Master Durant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, it it probably might work out the best for him if he does come off the bench as a six-man going with the second team because he gets hurt too much. He misses too much time. If you can be that microwave to heat up and score all these points off the bench, I mean, they might be unstoppable. 
I agree, but oh God, it, like real, I think what could really win them a championship is really James Harding being the one to go down to the six man because I, I kind of don't see Kyrie being able to be a successful six man. Like his attitude with the, with, sour it like he's just not going to put the effort he like ah, i ain't really in the game anyway i just don't think that Kyrie can actually be an effective six man i think harden would be a problem beyond the problem he's already a problem but there's just unstoppability about that if you never get a let up yeah but Kyrie just misses too much time why would you want probably your biggest asset that you just moved onto the team to be the sixth man. I, it's all ego. It's all positioning. That's what I'm saying. Like, to actually win, I think they're unstoppable if you play it out that way. But as we all know, due to situations and just the history and how it played out, it's just not going to do that. James Harden's not going back to no sixth man. None of them actually are going to go to any type of six-man situation. None of them want to be third. We all know KD is the constructor of this, so we automatically don't make him the third. So I just, like you were saying, I don't know how it works. But what it actually getting them there is James Harden being the six-man, even though we all know, ego-wise, there is no way that's happening. Oh, no. You don't make that big trade for a six-man. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but you can win a championship doing it that way. But when are they going to realize that? They're never I don't think that, that ever happens. No, they're never going to do that. Even if it sounds good, looks good, whatever, it's just not going to happen. That, that's not how they want to win, even though that is probably the best way to win. I mean, yeah, there's only one ball. I mean, I think that they're probably going to play it like – it's your turn, my turn. Okay, it's my turn, your turn. Something like that, where they come up short like they did against the Wizards. Where, well, I mean, that's not exactly your turn, my turn. But, you know, something like that. They're just, they're just going to come up short. I think they're going to get clamped up, and then they're going to be looking at each other to make the shot. And nobody's going to end up making the shot. <laughs> I mean, it could be a replay of the 2012 finals where you had... Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Westbrook, you know, kind of sitting there looking sad on the sideline whenever they lost that game five, except you got Kyrie this time. I think they're going to get bodied, though. Somebody's going to put that defense on them, and they better hope and pray all these shots are going in because that's their unstoppability. It's from the outside. But y'all go against somebody who's good at guarding the perimeter, uh, I would say the 76ers, because they're solid defensively, inside, outside. They solid. Ben Simmons can't shoot, but he can defend. But I, I guess they can only stop them so much. I mean, they just have so much firepower with those three shooters who can pretty much all shoot threes pretty consistently. It's too much firepower. Well, who's DeAndre Jordan stopping? They're going to eat all day in the paint. <laughs> Forgot he's on the team. <laughs> you remember that was the original big three you remember that was the whole announcement deandre jordan and Kyrie and kd but yeah he was i know you might not have paid attention to this or this was like a nothing nobody really pays attention to but just last week they started him and said he was a healthy scratch meaning he's healthy but we can't play him because he's going to be that much of a detriment to us winning this game He's along for the ride. Um, if they win a championship, he gets a ring alongside them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, but th this is just not going to work. It's almost impossible. I mean, just look at Kyrie Irving. Just not even worried about basketball right now. So I, I don't think this works. I agree. And the usage rate, all of that stuff. And I know you probably don't have it in the episode, but there's a lot of injuries in the NBA, like an over amount of injuries, which kind of needs to point towards the this start, and they're not being the preseason. You got Westbrook; he's already uh, he's hurt. Uh, Lavert, sorry, which we'll probably uh, discuss, but he's got that cyst. You have it, it's a multitude of players that are hurt. Uh, McCullen, he he has uh, he's hurt. Um, 
uh, Felton, he's hurt. Uh, There's an extreme amount of injuries in the NBA right now. And they may run the threat of another situation where they're just not going to have the players. It's going to be due to injuries. And I think the best team when it comes to lasting out who's going to not be injury prone in the end, it's going to be the Lakers. Yeah, I, I guess because they, they know when to, um, or at least LeBron knows like how to tell everybody, okay, you know, play harder this game or, you know, we can kind of relax sometimes. He's a chemistry sometimes. master. He's a chemistry master. <laughs> well, well, it's not, there's no uh, doubt that he formed and approved on almost everybody who's been on the team. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, the general manager. He knows they, their game. He knows where you're most likely to hit your shots. Oh, you need to push him to this area. This man is extremely detailed. I know people don't know that they, they just say basketball IQ, but his IQ goes down to the point where there's a player that he's watched tape on who's nowhere near the top five, but he knows that they're, they shoot less in this little bit of corner. Oh, I need to push him this way. I need to do this way. It, I think in the end, the Lakers still come out on top and injuries might be a part of the reasons why uh, you not, not, might not see the best team in the championship. I mean, yeah, possibly, but I think that the NBA does a good job of trying to um, combat these things. And I, I think that they'll come up with a solution where the best teams will be in the NBA finals. Yeah, you're definitely right. <laughs> Um, but, uh, that's it for So You Think You Know Sports. Um, Alex has three questions. They're all multiple choice. Uh, well, sorry. We'll move on to the trivia questions. Alex has three questions. They're all multiple choice. Um, I'll try to give you a little bit of commentary. And you can go with that first question, Alex. All right. Question one. Which NFL franchise had the most in total touchdowns in the NFL history? A, the Chicago Bears, B, the Dallas Cowboys, or C, the Green Bay Packers? Hmm. Most overall touchdowns, including playoffs? Yeah, in their NFL history. Okay. Well, I think the Bears might have won one Super Bowl, or maybe two, I'm not sure. So, you know, they've gone pretty far. Packers, I know they definitely scored a lot of touchdowns, especially with Aaron Rodgers, Brent Favre. Um, Who's the last team? That would be Green Bay. And actually, let me rephrase this. is total uh, wins. Sorry about that. Total wins in NFL history. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, total wins. Um, So, we got Packers. Bears and Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay. Um, well, the Cowboys haven't been that great as of recent, and the Packers have won a, a Super Bowl over the past eleven years or ten years, something like that. Um, Chicago definitely has not won anything in the past twenty years. Um, I think the Packers might be the obvious answer. So I'm going to go with that one. The Green Bay Packers. Incorrect. It is the Chicago Bears. Ah, okay. Yeah, That's so, the least likely one that I thought of. <laughs> well, Chicago Bears have 777 wins in their franchise history. Green Bay has 769. And the Cowboys have 526. Now, if you were going for... It's a big difference. Yeah, when when uh, loss ratio, actually the... the Green Bay Packers are actually the number one uh, win-loss ratio. But the Chicago Bears has the most wins in NFL history. Where do these wins come from? <laughs> uh, they did win a lot of Super Bowls back in the day. So, And these okay. wins still add up as seasons go along. So it's not just playoffs. It also is the regular season. But you're right. They have not been the greatest in the past couple of years. Uh, but I'll go to the question two. Which player has the most NFL sacks in NFL history? A, Julius Peppers, B, Michael Strahan, or C, Reggie White? Hmm. 
I thought Lawrence Taylor might show up in there, but I guess that helps, but not really. Um, man, I don't think I know this one. Um, go ahead and repeat that one more time. Okay. So which player has the most NFL sacks in NFL history? A, Julius Peppers, B, Michael Strahan, or C, Reggie White? I know Michael Strahan <clears throat> caused a whole bunch of havoc on the Giants when he went up against the Patriots in 2007, which, man, that was heartbreaking. But um, Reggie White, I know that he's been a great player, but I don't know that much about him. And Julius Peppers, I mean, he played with the Panthers. I think he played with the Packers. Um, maybe a few other teams, but he played for a long time. Bears. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go with him. He, uh, since he played the longest, Julius Peppers, final answer. Incorrect. It is <laughs> Reggie White. Uh, Reggie White has 198 sacks. Uh, now, Re Julius Peppers has 159.5, and Michael Strahan has 141.5. But the one who has the most, is, I didn't put him in there, is because I don't think you would have been able to recognize the name. But the one who has the most with 200 sacks is Bruce Smith, who played for the Redskins and one other team. But the last team he played for was the Redskins between 2000 and 2003. He played for the Washington football team. That's, well, that's at, that time they were, at that time, they were Redskins. <laughs> so that's what this says in the records. But you're right. <laughs> OK, um, you can go but, ahead and go with that last question. All right. So last question. Who was the only team that Michael Jordan has gotten swept? Four straight losses in a playoff game. Sorry, playoff series. A, the Celtics. B, the Pistons. Or C, the Pacers. Well, I better hope that I don't get swept because I haven't gotten anyone in the <laughs> um, See, it's so, supposed to be semi-easy, but not. Well, I know that in that documentary, I think he got one game off of the Celtics. Uh... But it doesn't mean he didn't get swept another time. Um, the Pistons, uh, I'm really not sure. Pacers, I don't think by them, unless this is like his first year or whatever. I don't know. This is really hard. Go, go ahead and ask that one more time. I'm sorry for the anxiety. But <laughs> All right, so final question. Who was the only team that Michael Jordan has gotten swept four straight losses in a playoff series by? A, the Celtics, B, the Pistons, or C, the Pacers? I mean, the Pacers just seem like the one that's the least likely, but that could be the answer. Um, I'm going to go with the bad boy Pistons. I know it's wrong, but final answer. Yeah, you got swept. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's neither one of the two you were. It's the Celtics. You were oh, you were leading down the right road, but you jumped off because Jordan scored that sixty-two in that game. That you were literally thinking about the right moment. That was the right series, but he did get swept by those Celtics. He's just scored sixty-two points within that game, which probably made you discount the loss. Yeah, I, I should have listened to Shea Sharp because you know he was making those cases for LeBron. You know, during the summertime, he was like, mm -hmm. "How Michael Jordan getting all this?" This notoriety and he got swept. <laughs> yep. But to but, who was the question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I should have listened more. Yeah. But that's it for So You Think You Know Sports. See you next week. All right. Um, stop this really quickly. Um,